Hey, do you guys think they should bring back bell bottoms? Yes. They, they are. They are? They are. I have a pair. They're back. Shit, I was hoping that I like them. they wouldn't ever Why? come back. There, there are things that are worth bringing back, and then there there's are some things, things that are yeah. like, like... Quality just, stuff. Just like let like, it die. Let you know? that die. I love we that. don't need bell bombs. But maybe like the way vinyl's been coming back. Yeah. All like these every major now. artist now like releases a vinyl version of yeah. their record. Yeah, yeah, they all come out with vinyls. And you know where the best place to get vinyl is in uh, the Quad Cities? There isn't one. No, there is. Is there? No, there's there's a couple, but there's one that is the best. Tell us. Ragged Records. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Davenport. right down, yeah, on four eighteen East Second Street, Davenport. Mm-hmm. Right off the Arsenal Bridge. Right off the Arsenal Bridge. Yeah. yeah. You can get all new vinyl. You can get old vinyl. They have a lot of old vinyl. Mm-hmm. If say you want like a classic Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. old Blue Eyes. What about like CDs? And... They have CDs. They have uh, DVDs. Oh they cool. Have, they can do special order. They have uh, stereo equipment. So, so let's say you don't even know what to play vinyl on, you can buy your equipment right <laughs> so there. So you could own Wi-Fi and a Hi-Fi. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, I get it. And then get some two ply. <laughs> Where's what? their what's their website? Their website is uh, raggedrecords.org. I've been there. You can go on there and check it out. And they're on Facebook. Too. They're on Facebook. If only they had bell bottoms. Hey everybody, welcome to Weisenheimer the Podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Jeff DeLeon. I'm one of the tri-legs Brent Tubbs. <laughs> and I'm arguably the most excited podcast person, Leslie Mitchell. And you have caught us in a really cool moment as we know the holidays are upon us. It's almost like uh, we're going into a, a winter hibernation. Mm-hmm. So we want to just feed your comedy bellies yeah. to stay Aww. warm yeah. through the holiday season. But we don't want you to just eat us. No. No. There's there's other people we want Lots you to Lots of other people to, eat. to feast on. And I mean we had like Why I said, is my brain going so naughty places right <laughs> I, now? I don't know why. I have no I, clue. Somebody Clearly. help. It's your me. own fault. I mean, we just want you to suckle at the teeth <laughs> of <it>. wonderful, <laughs> wonderful improv. Mm-hmm. So we <laughs> went through suck our it dry archives and found out um we had some of our guests but we had some extra stuff that we recorded with them that never actually saw the light of day Mm -hmm. we thought hey let's break these out put them in one nice stew of an episode and call it rest of the guests because it is it's the rest it's the rest of of the the guests that's right and the guests who we had extra recordings with were um I think we all agreed collectively our, our new best friend, uh, Josh Feimster. Yes. yes. From L.A., who oh, has ridden in a car with Bob Kelly. I believe that was <laughs> yep. all mm-hmm. of the qualifiers. Right? Yep, yep. Uh, all the, the boxes checked. Yes, yes. The wonderful married tandem. The uh, dynamic duo. The hashtag relationship goals of improv. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Seeley and Mike Ross, collectively known as... Celia and Ross. Celia and Ross, yes. And the wonderfully talented uh, producer, performer at Detroit Improv Festival, Jacqueline Cherry. Yes, yeah. very funny. Yeah, very, very funny. We had extra stuff with all three slash four of those guests. <laughs> and we thought, let's just put them in this episode and let you enjoy them as much as we did recording them. Enjoy. California and New York want to help people save up. Yesterday, Governor Jerry Brown said he would sign a bill to raise the minimum wage in the state to $15 an hour. On the other coast, 
Governor Cuomo of New York, made a deal with state lawmakers to do the same. So for years, low-wage workers have been protesting, asking for a $15 minimum wage. The current federal minimum wage is $7.25 an hour. Uh, supporters uh, say saying this wage makes low-incomers actually have a, a, a salary that you, they can live on. But critics warn that businesses across both states will be forced to lay people off with the new increase. Can you, excuse me, can you spare $20? Anybody, can you Don't spare even... $20? $20 wow. from the homeless? When does a homeless person ask for $20? Oh, did, did you not like, hear? Isn't it a quarter of spare change right. or a dollar? I've got half my food from our restaurant. What a minimum wage has gone up on a coast. And so we as a homeless community are now escalating our, our prices. And can you spare $20? For... There's homeless inflation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all agreed in the Midwest that it's got it's to gotta start here. To, to... Wait, wait, you're telling me there's... Not only homeless inflation, there's a homeless union. Yeah. You guys unionized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, there was, uh, so if a, I go to another homeless person, they're going to ask me for $20 It's across well? the boards, pretty much. Yeah, we, were, we went, almost went on a homeless strike because there was a disagreement about $15 or $20. But what, we thought, what happens on a homeless strike? Do you guys just get jobs? Uh, we, we all become gainfully employed, and we all find, you know, uh, we all throw down our streetwises and we refuse to sell them and uh, we all find menial work here and there. So if a homeless person <clears throat> goes on strike they actually become a benefiting member of society? Yes, ma'am. That, that's true. Are you going to finish all your food? Uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, could you spare $20.50 for me, please? $20.50. Are you kidding me? Right, he just said that the, 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 your I've... guys raised the minimum wage to $20 right. for homeless. Well, I've been homeless longer. i got to raise... So you have senior homeless seniority? Yeah, I've been homeless longer than Leroy here. I'm looking at this too. Is there not turf? Like, mm -hmm. you just kind of can, because of your seniority, you can just come up. Right, I'm kind of, I like considered upper management. Have you noticed that I've started playing with myself and staring away? That's what happens when a senior homeless man comes over mm -hmm. into your area. We are to defer our gaze away and find dominance. something else to occupy our time. So because of this new union, you can just ask for this exorbitant amount of money. Yeah. But yet mm -hmm. neither one of you is soft shoeing, is break dancing, is mm -hmm. doing the little robot thing. Or drums or on a five drums, gallon bucket. Like any sort of talent, any I don't sort of think entertainment. Forty dollars and fifty cents is that much to ask. Wait, yeah. For both of for, you. For both. Mm, yeah. 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 Well, it, it, I mean, if it was a talent involved, then it would bump it up to forty dollars for you. And frankly, just looking by you, you can't afford forty. So we, we, yeah, did, we figured not to do our talent in Jer front of you. Jerome over on Clock and Sheffield drums with a bucket, and yeah. if you throw anything less than a fifty in the bucket, he'll just give it back to you. Yeah. He'll just give you the money back. Yeah. He, he won't he'll, want he'll, the money. He right. won't accept it. Yeah. He'll yeah. usually curse at you too, but that's more of a Tourette's yeah. thing. But you, mm. if you go on strike mm -hmm. because you're actually I see your bags of clothing I guess and the shopping cart behind well, you there's a century 21 jacket right there some of them is clothes some of them are personal effects 
But you actually have a job. If you go on strike, are you a certified realtor? Yes, I got my broker's license uh, in 2007, and I have to go in and reapply. You're actually year. trying to get your real estate license right now, and this man oh, actually yeah. has it. Oh yeah, I've been I've been working side jobs just to pay. For the, for the application and the that, classes yeah. and the oh. initiation fee into it. Well, I'm a Wall Street banker. I have a job waiting for me if I want it. Mm. But, yeah. Those look like comfortable That's, shoes. That would be a strike if I... Honey, I gotta tell you something. Oh, I no. lost my job to one of those damn homeless again. You're kidding me. I mean, they're taking over everything. Are you sure you're not just frustrated and you're just using no. them as an excuse? They come in. They say they're willing to do the work that I'm not, but I am willing to do it if they just gave me the opportunity. You're not gonna beg. You're not gonna not, beg. No, uh, no. I've but got they're so willing much education, to beg. and I guess they went on strike. Now they're flooding into the suburbs, into the inner city. I mean, I don't want to be crazy here, but we should have a barbed wire fence around Skid Row, just to separate them from us. Don't I mean? I mean, is that am I too extreme on that? You want to build a wall. It's a fence. The wall's a little harsh. It's a fence. We can still see them because, you know, you don't want to split up brothers and sisters. They can still talk through it. Right? And you're not making this as a... This is not an excuse. An, an excuse for what? Because they're willing to do what you're not willing to do. No. This is a lovely three-bedroom, two-bathroom ranch oh. house. Um, the... Previous owner is willing to do updates to the kitchen. Uh, I have a question for you, though, as potential buyers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, shoot. Is that a McDonald's bag in your car? Yeah, I had to pick some up on the way here. I was... Are you going to finish everything that's in your McDDonald's bag? There's just probably some fries at the bottom. Like yeah. Oh, some ketchup packets. Like you mind if I could? Could I have the rest of the McDonald's that you haven't finished yet? Um, oh, by the way, notice the crown molding. <laughs> right, so if you're going to be employed at Century 21, I do need you to learn less street lingo and kind of come in with a little bit more suburban lingo. I understand, Mr. Davis. May I ask a question of you, sir? Please do. Are these pens free? These... These blue Bic pens? Yeah, the blue Bic pens with the Century 21 logo on them. Uh, these, can anyone take these? I, I guess so. Oh, I, fantastic. Well, I mean, Thank like... Thank you so much. I'm just going to put these the, in my jacket. You're just going to take all those, right? Yeah, I'm going to go to the receptionist desk and grab hers. Uh, thanks for meeting with me, uh, Mr. Jenkins. Now, I, I would suggest you move your money into an IRA account. Oh no! After the last crash, that just seems so risky. Well, yeah, it feels risky at first, but what you do is you move it into the account that will be there for later in life. Can I ask you a question? Sure, absolutely. I noticed you had a pair of flip flops in the back of your car. Can I have those? Oh, the the O'Neills. The, yeah. I mean, they're my sons, but I you, guess he hasn't I, worn them in a while. Do you mind? Because I've been staying on the beach a lot. Could I have oh. those? Uh, yeah. I mean, I I guess I, I don't. They're they're like toddler fours. Mm-hmm. So I, I need to understand this. We just went for a romantic walk along Venice Beach, and the man that came up to us that asked the man that told us that we can invest fifty five hundred this year into the Roth IRA as opposed to five last year was a homeless man, but he's also our financial advisor. 
Well, he's not technically uh, homeless. I mean, I guess he doesn't have a home, but he's got a he job. He doesn't have a and... home. Right, but I think that's a little he judgmental. He smelled exceptionally bad. He smelled like that soury, sweet garbage smell. Uh, thanks for meeting with me, Miss Jenkins. I know that you've been feeling kind of apprehensive about I'm moving this money. I'm very worried, in. yes. Listen, this is what I'll do. I'm going to move your money into a Dodge and Cox account. Okay, and that's going to transfer over. We're going to move it into a Vanguard. Can I ask uh, you? That's uh, where I, we have our, you talked us into whole life insurance mm, last time. Mm -hmm. I'm really. Hey, I'm here for you. I'm here for you. That's Can a I ask you a payment. question? Can I ask you a question? Can I lick your face? What? Can I lick your face? No. Dear Amazon Prime customer, I hope this email finds you well. Thank you for renewing your subscription to Amazon Prime for another year at $99. Looking at your past purchase history, I noticed that you recently bought 10 Cloverfield Lane on Blue Way, as well as made an Amazon Pantry order of 10 bottles of Perrier. In the event that you find yourself bored with your movie purchase, or perhaps have some bottles left over you're not interested in consuming, may I advise you box those up and mail them to my personal address here in Seattle, Washington. I appreciate your attention to this matter. Signed, CEO of Amazon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes. Have I ever told you the story about the time I shared tea with Robert Redford? Only a hundred times, but I'm ready to hear it again. Can I tell it again? I Listen, think you should. Settle in, because mm -hmm. here we go. I'm going to share mm -hmm. all the dirty details this mm -hmm. time. I was sitting down at Clarice's. Clarice, your cousin. Yes, Clarice, yeah. my cousin. She brought out the New York style bagels. Which everyone loves. Yes, they're so good, and Except it was an me, everything bagel. Okay. And yeah. I was sitting at the table, yeah. and I, you know, you know how it comes with a lot of poppy seeds, and well, all the it does if you if you don't specify what you want. Right. Does. Well, yeah. I didn't ask for less poppy seeds. No, this why time. would you? Not on Robert Redford Day. No. So uh, I I start brushing them off, mm -hmm. and little do I know, sitting mm -hmm. right behind me is handsome young Robert Redford. Robert Redford, there he was. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And well, you know what came next. I mm -hmm. said, well, hello, you tall drink of water. Mm -hmm. And he says, hello. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. I knew that there was a little bit more to it than that. Sure. So I turned my chair around. I started giving him a, a bicep massage. As one does. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, look, you know, I've seen you around. Mm -hmm. And he says, please don't touch me. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I know what that meant. Mm -hmm. You know, when it's mm -hmm. it's like you ask for one thing, but then you, you get something else. You know, I've heard this story so many times, mm -hmm. Agnes, and you never specify. What kind of schmear did you get with the bagel? Oh, Dolores, I swear to God, I've said this before. It was uh, it was a, a honey almond. Because uh -huh. I was feeling sweet that day. Uh -huh. I wanted a little sweet You know, that's tooth. interesting because you, you've mentioned that this was uh, the year that they shot the way we were. Right. Right. It was. Uh -huh. And um, that honey almond schmear was added to the menu two years later. Right. Two years later. What's your point, Dolores? My point is, I'm questioning everything I know about you, Agnes. 
Dolores I, Agnes, I don't mean to interrupt, but we're going to, the water aerobics class is going to need the pool. I was giving you a 10 minute warning. Well, I appreciate well, it. Can you no come problem. back again in five then? I can do that. Because now you've yeah. interrupted. Can you give us an extra minute with that uh, now? Because now I feel like I've lost some momentum mm-hmm. that we had going here um, uh, in our conversation. I have to go back. I have, I have to clear my name. Is she telling the Robert Redford story? She's telling the goddamn Robert Redford story, oh and I'm God. calling her out on I'm it. Not, I would appreciate you backing oh, you, me up. Are, I'm know, not telling it the same way. I'm not telling it the way you, you know. You never it. tell it the same way, Dolores. Edwin, when did you get here? I've been hearing that. I've been here the whole time. You've been ignoring me for forty years. Did you ask her what the, kind of schmear she had on her? Is she told me the honey almond she's she full of it. They never had it. Two years. Edwin's floating right here. The man you should have married, but your attachment to Robert Redford is ruining your life. Mm. You don't have that much time left. It's time to say... Why am I holding on? How come every movie night we have to watch Captain America the Winter Soldier over and over just so she can mm -hmm. see Robert again? It's an embarrassment. I remember when I was shooting uh, the way we were. (laughs) And I had a a very special scene with Robert Redford. And it was a kiss. And a kiss is something that's very intimate and vulnerable. Well, you know, Miss Streisand, I just appreciate you showing up to this fundraiser and hosting and, and writing a check to, to my campaign. I mean, I think that Mr. Lieberman and I are going to do it this year. We're going we're gonna to make... America, the country that you believe in. I've, uh, I've always been a fan of politics. I believe that we all need to come together as a people and connect and share and grow and learn and love and be. And Al Gore, I think that you and Lieberman have got what it takes to be. A winner. You realize these aren't New York bagels if they don't have poppy seeds on them. These ain't New York bagels. They don't have poppy it seeds on them. It says New York bagels on the packaging. All I, I fucking I... know is that if it don't have poppy seeds on it, it ain't a New York bagel. Are you accusing the good folks at Piggly Wiggly to lie on their advertising that says authentic New York bagels, but authentic has got a K at the end instead of a C? Don't think I didn't notice. I'm saying that they are not authentic New York bagels. Why are you up my ass about all that? Because you have a big sign over your store that says authentic New York bagels. Uh, Did you know Nell Carter once sat where you were sitting and finished a bagel in a minute flat? Dolores. Yes, Agnes. Have I ever told you the story of how I shared a bagel with David Mamet in New York once? I was just telling my psychotherapist how many times you've told me the story about it. Let me tell it again, but not the way you remember it. Mm -hmm. All right, so here I was. It was a beautiful fall afternoon. Autumn in New York. Autumn in New York. And I hear somebody cursing up a storm from the background, and I thought, good heavens, I've never heard these words before. In a distinct Chicago accent. Exactly. I am a, I am a good 
woman who's never heard such phrases being uttered, mm-hmm. let alone in public. So I turn my head around mm-hmm. like a little exorcist doll, and mm-hmm. I say, what the heck is that? Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it's Mr. Mm-hmm. David Mamet mm-hmm. of Speed the Plow. With his then-wife, Lindsay Cruz. Correct. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so anyway. Sometimes you add that, sometimes you don't. Well, it's, you know, pick and choose. Uh, I say, I'm starving. Just to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. And the universe provided. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, Mr. David Mamet comes over and says, I hear you're starving. And, and you repeated, you're starving? He said, you're starving. I'm starving. You're starving? You're starving. Fuck starving. Right. Fuck, 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 right. fuck starving. Right. Agnes, Dolores, I don't mean to interrupt, but we're going to need the bocce ball course in about like 10 minutes. Can you just calm down and stop yelling at me? I apologize for my tone. I just... I just we're want... not even playing bocce ball. I noticed... You promised we'd play. Where's the goddamn Polino ball? You can't play bocce unless you have the marker for how, where you're supposed to throw the goddamn bocce ball. Well, Excuse his language. We're talking about Mammoth. Ezekiel it's... took the ball with it back to his room. He's got some sort of relationship with it, and we just decided to let it go. This is not authentic New York pizza. It's supposed to be flat, and you're supposed to be able to fold it. The fuck you talking about? This is authentic New York pizza. It says on the packaging, New York with two R's. Just because you say authentic New York does not mean it's fucking authentic New York. What the fuck you talking about? I wouldn't false advertise here. And you keep using up your stools. I can't sit down to eat a piece of pizza because you got a table tent on it. Because somebody came here a long time ago and ate a piece of pizza. Did you know Sherman Helmsley once peed in the men's room back here? That's why the door's closed and you can't get in there. It's sacred territory now. To be honest, Barbara, um, Tipper and I are in the last stages. It's, you know, we did the kiss at the convention and we put on a show, but we're just going through the motions. It's like, it's not really a dance anymore it's more like two robots who are pretending to dance to the music and i'm i'm eating a lot of carbohydrates i really i I don't know what i'm gonna do i've got a yogurt machine in my basement really frozen it's froyo in my basement is it real yogurt or is it like a soft serve with corn syrup and all that it's a soft serve it has live and active cultures well if uh if you think James wouldn't mind, I'd love to come down and take a look at that mm-hmm. yogurt machine. Here, I, I think I think that would be a fantastic idea. I think that it helps to heal. Oh, I'm sorry, this room's being used. Al, you got this one? Yeah, I think I got this one, Bill. I think I got it, okay? I got it from this point right through November and eight years after. I got it. Damn it. <laughs> All right, I trust you, big man. Let me just reach out here and get these cigars. Uh, you guys have a good time. He is, God damn, you have no, my life is a living hell. He's magnetic. Look, this is not the goddamn authentic New York Yankees. These are little kids from a t-ball league in New York Yankees Look at their fucking jerseys. It says Y-A-N-K-E-Y-S, Yankees. They're authentic as authentic could be. These are little kids. They're short. Dressed in New York Yankee t-shirts. 
They are not the New York Yankees. Did you know the coat hanging on that coat rack was once farted in by Joe DiMaggio? Dolores. Agnes. Have I ever told you the story of how I made out with Gilbert Godfrey once? Underneath the bleachers of a baseball field. Actually, uh, I, I've done a mural commemorating the event because I'm so familiar with the details. Mm, you got it way off. Way off. Oh, why didn't you set me straight, sister? Okay, first of all, uh, first of all, there needs to be way more tongue. Way more tongue. I mean, I was three. <laughs> That's what it felt like. I mean, the man is like a monster. I felt like I was on a slip and slide at mm -hmm. one point. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, Ag Agnes, I have to be honest with you. I, there's a lot of things you don't know about me. Really? Yeah. Uh, you know, For I example, know. I have a PhD in economics, but you never asked. You know why? Because I'm not famous enough. You always, always tell me about all these famous people. But do you know that I've, I worked for the United Nations for eight years? I knew I, that. Thank you. And I developed a virus that can kill other viruses. It's called a vaccine, but it's actually a, a, a weaker version of the actual virus. But you're, you're not interested in other people who aren't famous. You're not interested in regular people who make the world go round. And it hurts a little bit. Get it does. Get it sound. Dolores, Agnes, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, Edgar's funeral starting in 10 minutes. <laughs> Happy. Mob. Oh. Compulsive. Ooh. Ooh. Happy compulsive mob. That actually Happy makes sense. Mob. mob makes me think of my closest to death experience. I was at Lollapalooza. I was mm. there for a boy um, one day. <laughs> and we were hanging out with him and his friends. And um, they were like, we're going to go watch Flogging Molly. And I live under a rock and had never heard of them. And we're like, that sounds fun. And so um, we're standing like on the hill at the main like theater. I don't know if you guys have been to Lala, but it's like, you know, in the pit. So we're like standing up on the hill on the side. And then they they were being real hush-hush about like what they were gonna do. And they like weren't including me in like what their plans were. And I don't know why, but it's it was a weird experience. And then as soon as like Flogging Molly came out and like started playing music, we all as a group just like rushed into the middle of the mosh pit. And you didn't um, know that was happening. I didn't know so. that was happening. And I'm four foot 11 um, and it had poured that day. So it was muddy, slippery. I'm getting like, Knocked all around. There's this crazy man with like handlebar mustache, just running around pushing people, like shoving people, and just like screaming like rah. And I, I hit my head more times than like my first time snowboarding. Um, I was getting banged into people, armpits everywhere, and it was just mud. And I saw the headlines in my brain. I visualized like tiny girl dies at Lava Police. <laughs> like I thought I was going to die, and so finally someone like picked me up and like kind of like threw me off to the side. I was like, thank you, I don't know who you are. And then for like an hour, like I uh, was kind of mad at the boy that I had gone to see. Understandably so. He was like, do you want to keep moshing? I was like, no. So that was like the closest I think I've ever actually been like, I'm going to die. <laughs> this will not end well. Yeah. Father, I have met the man that I'm going to marry. May I bring um, him around the house for approval first? Yes, Father, I know that yes. that is the... That's protocol. It is the protocol. Yes. For the kingdom would have nothing but that. Yes. However, Father, I don't know who he is. 
For you see... Explain yourself, daughter. I was in a, a predicament today, earlier. Hmm. Death-defying horses and hooves and hair and wind and rain. Wait a minute. I was a, at my wit's end, father. Were you outside the castle without an escort? Yes, I was. <gasps> you know the punishment for leaving the castle grounds without approval, don't you? I do, father. You must be pushed by the mustachioed man. Bennett, push her. Hello. Hello, Bennett. Ow. Right, thank you, Bennett. Thank you, sir. I hope you've learned your lesson, daughter. I have learned my lesson, father. So but tell me about this boy. Oh, father, my heart is hanging away. You see, when I was in that predicament outside the castle walls, mm. mind you, and there were horses and hooves and hair and wind and rain, I was finding myself almost near death, for it was a harrowing experience. My horse had gotten free from his knowledge and was going towards the cliffs, I tell you, going towards the cliffs. Daughter. Yes, father. Were you riding one of the horses without approval? <sighs> yes, father, I was riding one of the horses without well, approval. You know the penance one must pay for riding the horse without I approval. I do know the penance, You must father. be pushed by the mustachioed man. Uh, Bennett? Bennett. Hello. Thank you, Bennett. Thank you, sir. I'd say this story must have a happy ending, for I'm getting very angry. Continue. For yea, it does have a happy ending, Father. See, as the horse that I did take without permission outside was why outside the castle grounds was wildly and wouldn't listen to me. It was too late. I was going towards the cliffs, out from nowhere, pushing me aside, rescuing me from that horse and that cliff. A male shadow figure who swept me up. The horse did go over the cliff, Father. Killing, I'm sure he's dead. I would only imagine. So, let me get this straight. Oh, yes, Father. You essentially murdered one of my prize stallions. You must be pushed twice. Twice? In rapid succession by the mustachioed man. Bennett? <clears throat> Hello, sir. Ah, yes. Uh, before I push these two times, I, uh... Lord, please excuse me. I'd like to tell you that uh, my services have been hired out uh, amongst the kingdom, and so I shall not be readily available to you right away. Uh, I shall be uh, hired as the uh, kingdom pusher at uh, several events and festivals uh, throughout the kingdom. But it is my pleasure to be your pusher uh, this final two times. Yes, hello. And Bennett, I understand you're leaving my service, and I get that, but... You do know the punishment for leaving the king's service uh, do, while sir. still alive. Correct, sir. I do know that. You must be pushed by the mustachioed lady. Oh. Hello. Hello, Gwyneth. We need you to push Bennett because Bennett will be leaving our services. So, um... I'm so sorry, Bennett. Oh, my God. Thank Bennett, you. we wish you the best of luck. In your pursuits outside the kingdom, uh, daughter, you, as yes. for this mystery-shadowed man who shoved you out yes. of the way... Uh, the man I truly love. We must find him. I say, Gwyneth, I wish for you to join my daughter and venture out into the kingdom and try to find this shadowy suitor to Yay, her. Yay, Gwyneth. Couldn't we just send an email to everyone in the kingdom? What is an email? 
Oh. Is that when an eagle takes multiple pieces of paper where yeah. Al has the same message and drops them serendipitously around the city? Yes, the kingdom. It's snowing at first. Mm. But then the very few villagers who can read will end up dating the message and then whispering it amongst the people as if for tiny little birds. Well, we've had to put a pause to the email because it... An eagle mail? It turns out the, the, the eagles raided the kitchen and got hold of the spam, and they ended up dropping a lot of spam all over the kingdom, and the people were not happy to receive it. Uh-huh. So we've kind of put a, a pause to the email till we get the e- eagle sorted out a little bit, so sadly that, that won't be an option. So I'm afraid it's a quest for you... Gwyneth the Mustachioed Lady. Well, now I don't know if I want to go with Gwyneth the Mustachioed Lady because she doesn't really want to put the effort in. She would rather send an email. Well, uh, excuse me, uh, my lord. You're I not just, gone yet, Bennett. No, I, uh, I wanted to come back to give you uh, one final message that I am going to be advertising myself. So I uh, wanted to let you know there will be a push notification uh, that oh. it will be going out through the kingdom. <laughs> Father! <laughs> we, we cut to one month later. Daughter, I say it. Yes. Got to the point that I'm just ignoring all of these invites that Bennett keeps sending. He's very popular, though. It's like every single night he has a push thing happening, and it's just to the point that I don't even reply anymore. Hello. Saya? Where? Saya? Hello. Hello. Look what the cat dragged in. Bennett! You are still alive. Yeah. Weird. I sent you all these invites to all my pushing events. Yes. Oh, you being uh, facetious there. Saying you were interested, yes, we yet were you never went. Yes, old. we did mark interested, but we did not mark going. Mm. Technically, I'm. I'm still me. looking for my love, and no one's helping me. So oh I can technically say it's been a month in this whole thing. I know. I even. I mean, technically, when you read my face, it says it's complicated. Daughter, I have an idea. Yay, father. Outside of the castle, we shall build a pyre of tinder. I can't wait for a pyre of tinder, Father. Suitors will approach you. Yes. And if they are not your suitor, you will smite them to the left. Yes. And if they look somewhat possibly like your suitor, we'll smite them to the right and kind of leave them in an area so that we can check them a second time to find out if we can find your supposed shadowed figure. Father. That sounds like a wonderful idea. I shall have you know that while you two have been plotting to find your love, I have taken the mustachioed woman, and we have pushed each other to... That seems right, don't you think? I mean, they do kind of seem like they'd be a good fit. Hello. (laughs) Ah, Gwyneth, didn't see you there. We can't afford our wedding. Oh. So will you help us fund it? No, we're just, we're supposed to but should we start kicking? You? That's what we're supposed we start to kicking? Just go ahead and fund you? That's, that's answer. You, you have, have a lot of money. I tell you, Bennett, I will give you 15 seconds to convince me that I should fund this thing and make it, make it like a snappy, make it like a quick mm-hmm. snap chat. As and we will forget it immediately. Yes, mm-hmm. As to why I should it. fund you. All right. Tell him our story. All right. We were at the festival. The leather festival? The leather festival. And there were people all around. And I was obviously hired to do some pushing and some shoving. And uh, guess who I ran into? Well, that's 15 seconds. There you go. Oh, that's 15 shit. seconds. Oh, that was... Father. Okay, now I'll, I'll let you do a second... Oh, drink, a second chat Okay. Quickly. Oh, wow, that's a lot faster it's than just, I thought. This is getting... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we 
bumped into each other, and I went to shove her, and she went to shove me. At the exact same time. Is there any way I can skip ahead in this story? Well, that was the Rest of the Guests, Volume 1. Our thanks to our rest of guests, which were Jacqueline Cherry, Amy Seely, and Mike Ross, and our new best friend, Jess Feimster. Mm-hmm. Collectively. Collectively. Uh, thank you so much for inadvertently being part of this episode. <laughs> and Wise Number the Podcast is always brought to you by the Establishment Studio Series, located in the beautiful district of Rock Island, Illinois. The studio Series is every Friday and Saturday night. At 9.30. Tickets are only 5 bucks. You can get them at establishmentqc.com. And what is happening this Friday, Leslie? Well, check this out, people. On Friday, November 18th, they have a chili cook-off contest happening at the establishment. Um, it's chili three-way, so I'm guessing there's a spicy chili, a vegetarian chili, and a white bean. No, I don't. I'm Chili? Just, I'm just throwing this out yeah. there, but I think there might be improv involved. I think it's somehow. an improv show. Somehow. If you make chili the way I make chili, a lot of improv is involved. Hmm. So uh, okay. it's a mashup of spicy and sweet. Usually there's some cumin mm-hmm. and improv. I think based on the title, you're dead on. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah, You're welcome, America. And on Saturday the 19th is a show called Critical Hit, which some have described as nerd improv. Yes. Love it. But it's kind of like a game show. I've done it a couple times, and it's a ton of fun. It's uh, two teams of improvisers. Uh, there's points involved. There's categories. There's uh, members from the audience that join the teams. Uh, it's a blast. And it's kind of like an improvised game show. Yeah, like in the past, they've done like Harry Potter versus Lord of the Rings, yep. Star Wars versus Star Trek. So. 80s versus 90s. Marvel versus DC. Yeah. Yeah. It really appeals to your nerdy, geeky side. And yes. we all have them. Mm-hmm. Just admit it, people. We all do. We're all going to go see Doctor Strange. We know it. Oh, yes. yeah. We're we going to be there. We all got tickets. But thank you so much again to our guests, Mr. Feimster, Ms. Cherry, and Mrs. Celian Ross. <laughs> Madame and Monsieur Sili und Rose. Thank you guys so much for listening. That was 51, and you guys, I don't want to get emotional. 52, 50, 50, 50. But next week is 52, and there are 52 weeks in a year, and we do a podcast every week, which means next week we have something special in store for our listeners as we kick off our anniversary. We're turning a year old. That's right. We're a year. We can drink now. Well, we're, if we're in Arkansas, we can drink now. We have our baby teeth. That's right. See you next Tuesday. Bye. So, I don't know about you, Brent, but when I think of a good time for the whole family, mm-hmm. getting them out of the house. Applebee's. Uh, after Applebee's. After Applebee's? Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wow, yeah. So after you Beat eat ups? Applebee's, you're going to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah. You're going to eat there like after at, you've eaten there? Apps at Applebee's and then main course at B-dubs. I'm an American dad. You're going to eat an app as a main course? No, apps at Applebee's, then go to B-dubs main course. So what would be the app at Applebee's if the main course is chicken fingers? Uh, The taco wontons. Is that a thing?
That sounds delicious. No, <laughs> I mix it up too. That would be awesome. Wontons filled with tacos? Taco. And you know taco is are my symbol, my emoji for love. That's what, yes. So yeah. wrapped in, love wrapped in a wonton? Love, a wonton wrapped love. Yeah, same yeah. thing as. Uh, Did I revert? No. Uh, yeah. Love wrapped you, in a wonton. What you said was right. Yes. Yeah. Comedy sports. 